Welcome to the Pillage Cast. Thank you all for joining us on this, the 78th episode of the Pillage Cast. My name is Josh. I'm going to be your host today. And I've got the Pillage Cast team here. Gates is on his mic. Hey there, Pillagers. Phil is here. What's up? And it is the the second episode of this new year that we've done. Um, yeah, I, as I was saying on the previous episode, 2013 is going to be... Still, wo- still looking good? It's one of those years that's like a fine wine, you know? Like when they say, oh, it's the vintage 2013, they're going to look back on ed- and everyone's going to nod their head like, yeah, oh, yes, that we is, all remember that was an epic year. There are years that are good years and there are years that are bad years. Do, what do you think of 2012 overall? Was it a good year? Bad year? <sighs> like for you personally? Have you ever walked around with wet socks? <laughs> yeah. It, 2012, yeah. 2012 was like having Sucks. one wet sock. Okay. Where it's like, okay, it's this is manageable, but it kind of sucks, but I'm not going to totally complain about it. I'm on a one-on, on, one-off. On, one like, 2010 was terrible. Okay. 2011 was better. Okay. 20, uh, thir- or 2012, bad. Okay. And then 2013? Yeah. Good. You're right. Yeah. Okay. I And, well, I mean, I was kind of disappointed the world didn't end. But right. But I'm also maybe kind of tricked myself that yes, it did, and this is some kind of like this is the new. I'm in a quasi. I'm in limbo between. Maybe the world was reborn on I'm, the moment that it died, and I'm trapped in between the <laughs> like two. Like a phoenix. I, that could be too. That, yeah, that could totally be plausible. Maybe what? Okay, what about this? All right. The world ended on December 21st. I felt it. But you, yeah. at the exact moment that the world ended, yeah, were 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 shifted to a parallel earth dude where their world did not end and it kept going and you're just you're here now but there are subtle differences there are but you won't <laughs> y- but you'll discover them I, as your journey yeah, goes on no dude th- this is Tiny like things like did you know did, like everybody thought elvis died in the old world here no he's go- he's alive and going strong it's like you just Grabbed it's a like hu- sliders. You just grabbed like. a huge weekly world news and hugged me with it. <laughs> <laughs> like that's totally what happened. Yeah, you were you were thrust into a parallel where everything pretty much happened except we didn't end. It's just a little. It's just not as shitty. There's tiny. It's yeah. not. It's not like I I would have really hoped for a better parallel universe. So, yeah. To be honest, still shitty. There's not there's as some, shitty. yeah no there's some stuff that could have been vastly improved, <laughs> but I we're at least heading in the right direction. All right. Yeah. No. See. This. Look at all this. This optimism. Positivity. Yeah. It has. Yet, it's sickening. I hate it. It's. Yet, Let's get negative. It's yet to be shit upon. <laughs> don't. Don't worry. But uh, at the same time, I have been very reclusive. <laughs> so it's kind of like I don't want to break the street. It's yeah. like okay, I don't want to go hang out with that person because I know they're totally gonna shit on my year. Because yeah. it's not just ruin my day no. or like bum me out that night. It's no. You're gonna ruin my year. <laughs> Things have been untouched so far. You got it, but you got to look at it. You can't let uh, you can't let a single instance of a thing like point you like basically tip the entire scale over. What you have to do is you now need to keep a, a, oh, a running count and say, right. you know what, this year's been pretty great. Okay, and we're put it on you know, the scales. We're yes, exactly. We're uh, twenty two, twenty three days in. Yeah. Right? Okay. So now it's like, well, if you encounter at the end of the month some bad thing it's like well guess what you still got several i still got a lot of bad days ahead of me before i even equal out 
No, you got to keep that going. And if you get enough of a head start in the at the beginning of the year, if you can get past the six month mark, I could just ride it out. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Or I could think go. Of, for, think about that. In I could July, go for the perfect score, though. You could. You, you well. You you always go for the perfect score yeah. until you're not yeah. until you're no longer going for it. Yeah. So that's your first goal. Sure. Then once the perfect score isn't attainable, you keep going to say, okay, high score. Yeah. Right. Totally. Um. Dude, like July comes around and you're like, no, scale is still super balanced on this. Yeah. You're like, it doesn't matter now. Right. It does not matter. No, I, I can totally absorb all the rest of the damage and still come out ahead. And then the universe will hear that and, oh, man, that second half of the year is going to be, <laughs> you won't understand the depth of your suffering. We'll do something awesome. <laughs> no, that, that's cool. But that'll be my home because right now <laughs> it's like that feeling of if you've ever moved to a new city. And you're still kind of like feeling stuff out and like, <laughs> all right, so that there's a 7-Eleven there, but it's not like the 7-Eleven that I grew up with. You know, it's, like, it's not like your 7-Eleven, yeah, yeah. but you're familiar with all the products inside. It's just arranged differently. Yeah. It's kind of where I'm at is I'm not used to it. I mean, there's still some, you know, some shitty stuff, but not, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know. It's, but yeah, if I do get returned to the shit pit, I'll just be happy. That's okay. Uh, yeah, I'll it's, be like, oh, yeah. I'm home. It's okay. Phil, how's your year? It's great so far. New yeah. job. That's good. right. So that's good. Good fruit. Oh. Oranges came in well. And yeah, uh Phil, yeah. you realize you didn't talk about the orchard at all last week. I know. I figured I'd 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 give it wow, a Wow, that was your that was the New Year's present. That's right. <laughs> uh okay. we actually been working on a, a little orchard related project. Oh yeah. Um, we kind of brought it up on uh, on Radio Brendo Man, my other show, and mm-hmm. uh, someone mentioned, I think maybe in the chat, that I should do like a, create a, a theme park uh, called Orchard Land. And so oh, my brother no. has actually put together brochures, uh, including a map of all the different attractions. So that uh, is a perverse abomination. Uh, you nope. can look for those. Uh, those will be when those are completed. We'll be posting them online. So. <laughs> That's been a good year. <laughs> wow. Have when you, Phil gets his own theme park, no, that's just uh, like, going to be the <laughs> final straw. No, like I ju- I'm going into a true genius place where it's like I'm going to have to rain down a laser cannon upon, <laughs> like, there's Orchard no land. other. Yeah, there's no other. Yeah. Like, how do I? I am destined to destroy that. How do I let this stand? Uh, no, that's you know. Phil, I fully support you running a, a theme park someday. Is, is a mud puddle your main <laughs> distraction? Di- uh, attraction? Well, the, the, the compost the pile is on the attraction list, yes. I, I do have to say, we, we uh, recently we were at Disneyland, with uh, and Phil was there with his, uh, with his daughter, Audrey, uh, who's my goddaughter. And uh, it was quite funny when I asked her what she got for uh, Christmas, and she said that she got a trampoline, and then I proceeded to... Uh, do the Homer Simpson joke where I called it tramapoline and a trabopoline, and she would not have it. Just, like getting visibly annoyed by like you need to say this word right, and I'm like a tramapoline. She's like no trampoline, trabopoline, no trampoline. Oh, a tramapoline. I gotcha. She's not like that. Yeah, she does wow. not let stuff go. So. <laughs> She's gonna come after me like bit, bit of a stickler. 20 yeah, years later, she's like, oh, and it was trampoline. <laughs> so, all right, well, uh, let's get this thing going. Uh, let's get into some internet recon. First story comes from the Daily Mail UK. Uh, apparently, 
A man ate a curry so hot. How hot was it? It made him hallucinate. <laughs> <laughs> like he's okay. So it was like a curry eating contest. In, in it made Britain. him hallucinate that his mouth was on fire. <laughs> uh, okay, so he he stuffed. 20 Naga Infinity Chilies <laughs> that ranks in at 6 million... Sounds like a Final Fantasy item. 6 right. million Scoville units. Whoa. That's like the heat heat rating, right? Like yeah. Like heat taste yeah, rating? Yeah, right. So, and, and I think a jalapeno is like 40. <laughs> 6 million? Yeah. Naga Infinity Peppers? It, yeah, the Naga Infinity Chili. Oh, my God. So 300 people have attempted this. There's an infinite amount of pain. Yeah, right. From these things. Th- okay, so basically it's this restaurant in Britain. They have this, thi- you know, it's like in, it's in Texas, deal. if you can eat the whole steak, you, yep. you win yep. the T-shirt or yep. whatever. And here it's if you eat this curry that has 20 Naga Infinity chilies in it. <laughs> in it, okay. Okay, 300 people have failed. So okay. the dude that finally did win, they were... By at- eat, like eating all of it? Is yeah. Is that how you win? yeah. Okay. So they were asking about it, and he was just like, "Yeah, man, like halfway through, I don't know what happened. I just kind of left my body, and I was <laughs> like, he he was hallucinating, but he just kept on eating right, it. Right. So his mind, like, he had it left was a it. beneficial hallucination. It was like he went to his power cave with yeah. the an, with the animal, yeah. or he just traveled the astral plane, yeah. seeing new things, the, like the Guatemalan insanity papers. Right. Right. Uh, so yeah. So met a fox. Yeah." Kicked a turtle. Yep, and he, who was a British doctor. Uh, so yeah, that's so, insane. Yeah, watch <laughs> out for that. I just love those things. They're called Naga Infinity Chilies. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty badass name for that. A, that is that's amazing. <laughs> all right, next story comes from RawStory.com. Although I'm sure you guys heard about this one previously. Uh, okay, so a teen got banned from the internet after 10 p.m. Did you hear about this? What? This <laughs> young girl, she was. Uh, her parents said, "All right, you can go on the internet, but not past 10 p.m. because we don't want you getting involved with any of the bad right. stuff that could be happening then." So she was quite <laughs> upset about this, and she told all her friends, "I can't believe my parents banned me from the in- internet after 10 p.m." One of her friends just happened to have some sleeping pills which they then worked into the parents chocolate shakes so they made the parents these special oh hey parents here have some special chocolate (laughs) shakes that i made for you because i love you so much so the parents noticed something's off with this shake and then they (laughs) realized they just woke up in the kitchen like like right there (laughs) like so it went from this shake tastes kind of weird to hey it's morning what just happened (laughs) Uh, so apparently the parent and okay, the, the parents didn't catch on until the second time it happened. (laughs) So the first time they were like, Hey, that was kind of weird. Right. And then the second time it happened, they're like, wait, chocolate shakes again. And now it's morning. (laughs) So they, something doesn't add up. They They, they got to switch to vanilla for the next one. They see, uh, that her browser history went past 10 PM and they ended up taking her to the police and having her arrested for <laughs> drugging them <laughs> so that she could be on the internet. <laughs> um, Godspeed. I like the that idea team. that they think that nothing bad on the internet happens before ten o'clock. Like <laughs> that is a, another good point. That is <laughs> that another. is true. Uh, yeah, most bad things happen at about three thirty p.m. 
or all the time because it's always <laughs> yeah, it, 11 p.m. somewhere. Very true. You know? Yeah. Uh, I so Phil. Yes. I'm gonna give you some parent. I'm, I'm an expert in parenting. Uh, I don't know if you know this. Uh, I'm gonna give you some parenting advice. If you uh, have to lay down the law with your child, uh, uh-huh. if you have to, b- and you have to take something away from them, you know, a privilege, you you restrict something on them to kind of teach them a lesson, or or because you know that's the law. Sure. And your kid is visibly upset about it, and then five minutes later presents completely out of the ordinary some sort of food item that they made for you. Do not trust them. <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty good advice. Because I would go, wait a second, you have a clear motive here, and you never make us chocolate shakes. Yeah, yeah. It's why, as a, and now I'm speaking to Phil's kids. Phil's kids, hey, get in the habit of making your dad stuff to eat all the time. Yeah. So, and, and, so that and he thinks make it's it, just normal. Make it taste kind of off. So yeah, he, yeah. he has to enjoy yeah. it and smile. Yeah. Always, but th- but no repercussions, so <laughs> yeah. that way you can totally knock him when, out. Yeah, when you do need to slip the Mickey. When you need to Rohypnol up see it his, coming. Yeah, his fries. So neither of you guys saw that story? No. no. Oh, yeah. No, it, it was like I found the, the article <laughs> online, and I was like, oh, this is gold. And then I saw it on the news like two or three days later, and I was like, oh. I yep. liked, But, I but yeah, so, so yeah, she's uh, she went to juvenile hall for that. And uh, that's a new thing, drugging your parents uh, so you can get on the internet. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. Uh, this next story is kind of a weird one. It comes from Freebergs.com. Oh, Freebergs. Sure. I don't, yeah, I don't know if you guys have heard about this one. Um, but it, it was actually a couple years ago um, where Southwest Airlines sued Stevenson Aviation. Did you guys hear about this? Uh, no. So. What's Stevenson Aviation? Just they no longer exist because they were absorbed by Southwest Airlines. Okay. Now, the lawsuit was... <laughs> was Lawsuits can take a long time. Yeah. So what they decided to do here was, instead of wasting all the money on attorneys and, yep. and all, you know, like the whole drawn-out court proceeding of who was going to take, you know, like it was over a merger of some sort, um, they said, okay, screw paying off the lawyers, screw it all. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take all the monies we would have paid our legal teams. We're going to rent out a hall. We're going to turn it into a charity event. The CEO of this company versus the CEO of that company, arm wrestling match. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever wins, wins the Stevens Aviation no longer exists. <laughs> So basically, they were absorbed instead of through a trial. They the two CEOs agreed arm wrestling match charity event. Do they have time to prepare for the arm wrestling? I wonder. Like, um, uh, it, it didn't say how much time they had to prepare. But you, yeah, you think that CEO would be like, "Get me a set of dumbbells." Right. Yeah. Right. Get me some Lance Armstrong juice up <laughs> yeah. in here now. <laughs> yeah so yeah that i thought that was i think we need That's to fascinating. see more that, of yeah, that yeah m- much more of that like where is that in the american like if there were anything that were the american spirit just would, a good competition yeah i'm better better than, man wins. i am better than you yeah. no you're not <laughs> yeah let's have a charity That's event based yeah right uh, yeah so i mean you know world leaders capitalists everywhere maybe think about that some more yes 
That's, that's. I think that the president of the United of the United States should be uh, should be vetted by more than just votes. Yeah, I think that there the, should be the president physical like, challenges. Yeah, uh, the president of the United States needs to be a man who can be dropped off in like a jungle and then survive in five days. They pick him up and he's still alive, like Teddy uh, Roosevelt style. Yeah, exactly. I straight up, you just have to fight a bear because Roosevelt did it for fun. <laughs> yeah. Here's yeah. a bear. You better win. If you don't, you're not president. That's yeah. We, we had such higher standards. That yeah, that would be cool. I'd be into all of that. Or I mean, okay. Or if if you weren't into that, you could offer some other street uh, a feat of strength. Sure. You well, know? I don't know. I get a little bit worrisome when we start making it so that like the, what if you're no what if you're for toughness no what if be. you're from the bayou and instead of bear you want to go at an alligator that's fine okay yeah and uh, like lateral moves well, yeah what if you're from it's colorado you want to go up against uh, like some type of like mountain you know horn. you know who's the real uh the real president presidential candidate in my mind is the guy who's like no i'm not gonna fight a bear I'm not gonna fight an alligator you know what i'm gonna fight bald eagle Whoa. <laughs> That's the most American line. But you I'm, would have to fight it in the air. It would have to be air-to-air combat. You got to figure Punch it out. It out of the That's sky. what you got to do. Yeah. yeah. You got to figure it out. Okay. Am I going to fly at it? Am I going to yeah. trick that thing to come down? Am I just going to get it to swoop and punch it out in one punch? Yeah. Most American thing in the world. I, I have subdued America, the symbol. Yeah. I will subdue America, the government. That would work, man. Why? Why do we have the system we have? It's so dumb. It no, seems they're like gonna, it could be so gonna much better. To, we're gonna be paid campaign consultants. Nice. Soon <laughs> enough. I know. Just remember, all you old people in government right now, we're the ones that are gonna take over. Yeah, you're oh, gonna oh, die. By the way, a couple weeks ago, did you see the response to the petition for the Death Star? I did. That was so well written. Yeah. That yeah. Was, I. I. I think uh, it's hilarious. That so, for the listeners, somebody had to even waste their time. Oh, but it was okay. So, here uh, on the White House website, they have this thing: if you can get a petition with twenty-five thousand signatures, they will either consider making it a law or at least give you an official yeah, sanctioned it, it response. Has to be responded to. So, once you pass it, like any subject that gets twenty-five thousand signatures, will get an official White House response. So, someone started a petition saying that we should gather the funds for a Death Star. Right. And it got 25,000 signatures, and it just kind of sat there like, oh, ho, ha, every, you know, funny joke. But then there was an official response from the White House where they've money where their mouth is very meticulously laid out the reasons why maybe America doesn't need a Death Star right now. America is not in the business of blowing up planets. <laughs> that w- I say we are. <laughs> yeah, that was just. Uh, but the response, I would definitely say, seek that out. Yes, and also like the point I made when I saw that, which is the point that the presidential office made, that thing's got some terrible security flaws. <laughs> Like, yeah. not really a shining example of effectiveness. Like, it yeah. did one planet. There's a lot of planets. Like, right. we only got one <laughs> off. Yep. So, um, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that, that was a good one. Yeah. Is that what you got? Um, I have some follow-up stuff for a, a segment later to be named. Okay. Uh, so, let me tell you a couple things that I found traversing the internet. Uh, first thing... The CDC is shitting their pants over the flu season this year. I saw. Apparently, yeah. it is like going to be the worst ever. And it's been the worst at the office. Yeah. So uh, it's I a mean, plague zone. It is something that you are familiar with. Uh, I am trying to think of anyone sick in my office. 
Uh, Phil, have you guys gotten? You guys were sick a while back. Yeah, we huh? we're done with it. Hopefully for now. Hopefully. So, um, <laughs> one of the things they're saying is uh, the first things first. You need to get vaccinated. Like get vaccinated now. Uh, so I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about myself. I've never been vaccinated for the flu once. Um, I also am trying to remember if I've ever had the flu, uh, and I don't think I ever have. Um, but is, is part of that your isolationism? No, uh, I, I, I will get into that. But first, let me ask you, because I don't think I even know what the flu is. Okay. Tell me what the flu is. There are different strains and variants. It could be everything from you are barfing and shitting yourself at the same time. Yeah. Uh, to like extreme like coughing, sore throat, headache, body aches, yep. fever. Okay. Or so any combination of those. Above. Yeah. All of those could be happening at the same time. So there's, uh, so there's but, like but the flu can't be like, we, I mean, I feel like there's a severity to the word flu. Uh, like, so I, how about I have had a stuffy nose, nasty ass cold. I yeah, like, but I've even had a cold that was man, this cold's kind of really bad. Is that the flu? Yes. Oh well, then the flu is a pussy. The, but no, because there's many different types. Oh, so that's like saying ice cream is shitty. You know, it's right? Like, it's like. Well, did, did all you right. try so every if time? I have had the flu, if I have ever had the flu, and I maintain that I don't think I have. No, uh, have you ever gone bazooka action on barfing and diarrhea at the same time? Yes. Then you have. It was when my dad was dying in a hospital. Okay. And it was prompted by Anxiety? emotions, not. Yes. Yeah. And that is the only time that that, like, I, my body reacted in that way. Sure. I, I almost had no idea what to do because sure. I was like, what's going on? Yeah. Literally, it was me, like, Putting all of my the, yeah. the the anxiety and like grief yeah. that I was feeling at that time just came through my body. Sure, but the thing about that, I've never had that from a sickness. Okay, imagine just I, out of I nowhere. I totally know what okay. it would be yeah, like. Just yeah, just like you're sitting there, Ow, you're watching terrible. TV, like, and you feel kind of sweaty. You don't know what. You're like, why you're, am I? You're hot? like, what end do I point at the toilet? Yeah. I don't even know. Right. <laughs> yeah. I've never had that happen from it, like it required the death of a parent. Imagine that for like 48 hours. Yeah. And, never, and never had that happen from. That's a, what from a stomach a, flu is like. Yeah, I've never had a. Now I've had one. I've had one. I the again throwing up. I don't throw up. The only time I threw up was was aforementioned time. Uh, You're also very careful with your with what you do eat, though. Yeah, you aren't making many risks. No, that is totally true. I'm not eating crazy stuff that <laughs> I would have a chance. I'm eating terrible things. But no, but it's all stuff that you're totally acclimated to. Yes. There's no unknown quantities. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I'm out having sushi. I'll yes. try that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I very that rarely have ever gotten food poisoning because right. I enjoy my food burnt. Right. So, like, I'll tell them, oh, cook that steak, you know, put it in for longer than you normally would. So, well, I mean, I'm just saying, it. while you do espouse cockroach theory and you are a good model for it, right. there is also it the element. It may not be all that, right. There is also the element that you are exposing yourself to, like, Chinatown or, or right. uh, you know. Yeah, I'm not going to third world nations. Or neighborhoods around yeah, here. Yeah, I'm not there, even there going There are some third world neighborhoods around here. I'm not here. even going next door. Right, let's, right, yeah. Let's be honest. But at the same time, I don't know. We've got animals. I don't, you're, I don't, you're, not, you're I don't, filthy. I do not I go, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I do not not go places either. Like yeah. I, uh, you know, probably I would say 
one of the cleanest and most disgusting places on earth is probably Disneyland. Oh god, like, so true. Just all like, of the hey, things can, that are there. Can we conglomerate germs from all over the world yeah, yeah. on just the most slack-jawed yokels from everywhere? Yeah. So, but uh and, I and then stand in line with them. So, I'm not going to get vaccinated for the flu because I'm not worried about the flu at all. Um I think I already had it. I was pretty gnarly sick for like yeah. like Christmas night. It was like somebody was punching me in the kidneys with the body aches, and then I had that for like I don't know a week or so. Yeah. So now it's like, yeah, just c- cough on me. I don't care. I already had it. Right. So I don't know. <laughs> like, Phil, you're probably feeling the same way. Like sickness kind of came through, probably on the safe side. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, whatever. I don't stress about it. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm not. I'm not an old person. I don't need to worry about this. Yeah. Um, but they it, do say that the flu season like peaks in February, so we're we're heading right into like the good times. Probably the most. If I'm at the insane. doctor's office and they're like, "Here, you should get a flu shot," and I'm sitting there, I'm not going to stop them. I would. I'd be like, "No, oh, yeah, no, that. don't." Oh God, they're trying to infect me. They're trying to inject yeah, the flu, me. With- the flu vaccination is the flu, right? Yeah. So <laughs> it's ensuring you will get the flu. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. I would be like, you know what? I'll take my chances. If I get sick, then I finally get sick from the flu, and I'll, I'll yeah. know to do it next year. C- can I? <laughs> I'll be inoculated via people. <laughs> <laughs> um, more stuff. Uh, latest American fashion this year for kids in school: bulletproof jackets and backpacks. I saw that. Yeah, see I this? Saw I, that too. Dude, yeah. I. W- do you know how badass a kid you're going to be <laughs> if you're the What guy are you going to do? Shoot me? Rocking the Kevlar backpack? <laughs> uh, like, no, I saw them. They're like little Dora the Explorer backpacks, yep. but the kids would hide behind them. Yeah. Use them as a so shield. I heard two things. One, I heard that, the, that somebody was saying, hey, we should, we should design uh, Kevlar vests for children, but they would be in the school, and when some sort of lockdown happens, a teacher can pass them out. Which I'm like, well, that sounds like a preventative measure and smart. <laughs> this is like designer Kevlar. Oh like, yeah, oh, no, 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 no. Like it's yeah. got the characters on it and like, stuff. And your kid should wear this every day. And that's where it's like. Mm. There's already a pretty big market for this in Mexico because there's so many kidnappings. Yes. So uh, the South Americans are fully versed in in strapping right. their kids down with Kevlar. <laughs> right. Which again, kind of one of those things to say to people who keep saying like, oh, this American violence is so unique to us, and it's like, well. No, right. these other countries have been doing it for a long time. They just buy their guns in America, <laughs> right? <laughs> or there's or the the people down there have wised up and said, you know, if I threaten to shoot but don't shoot, I could get money. That's true too, because yeah. that happens a lot. That yeah, uh, for these kids. But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, I I do think that though you feel like the toughest kid around when you have a bulletproof Pokemon backpack. I just want <laughs> Kevlar or something. <laughs> you could buy like four of them and then patch them together and you'd have yeah. a, a I want gate size kevlar handkerchiefs or <coughs> um important thing to note about uh like bulletproof vests too uh it's still gonna hurt oh yeah it's no, just I, not gonna penetrate oh, sure. there's a there's a guy in the office that uh he was telling some he's a vet that caught some live action and he uh he was telling some worse. Like we've known this guy for like over a year now, hasn't opened up, and finally he was telling some stories. The, the dude has two purple hearts. Um, wow! For being huh. injured, injured twice in action, and he said he got shot once 
and he didn't get anything for it because his his Kevlar vest took it. Took it all. But he said, yeah, he was just like, yeah, I got shot. I had two broken ribs, but I didn't yeah. get anything for it. Yeah. So it's like, wow. No blood, buddy. No blood. Yeah, right. No blood on the outside. You bleed all you want on the inside. Basic, yeah, basically. So he was just like, yeah, I mean, he took flak jacket, you know, flak jacket round to the chest, broke some ribs, and he said, yeah, he didn't, you know, he was, he was just pissed. It was an right. inconvenience to him. <laughs> So yeah, it's uh I'm not looking forward to it, but yeah. I'll I'll t- I'll I'll wear some Kevlar. <coughs> and then finally, uh this story specifically for you Gates. Uh this 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 product I think is designed for you. Japanese researchers already come up with a way. Okay. Special pair of glasses you wear. Yeah. You wear these glasses, they have these LED lights on them. Yeah. Prevents your face from being photographed. By digital cameras. That's such a good idea. I thought about that, but I was going to use a collar. It obscured... Well, so here's the thing. Like, when you're talking about... When you're talking about photos, but when you're also talking about, like, facial recognition, retinal scan, where are they looking? They're looking primarily at this window area around your eyes. Well, these, uh, these glasses... Put infrared beams okay. out that yeah. that these cameras and like night vision stuff detects can cannot tell who you are. Huh. Can you guys start a, a collection that I can get that for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> if we start now, we, we can totally share depending on who has to go <laughs> into the the sectors that, that require it. Yeah, no, that's pretty. Because okay, because I was thinking about opening an anti-paparazzo business, right? And one of the items would be these collars that <coughs> they would wear that it would just like any time. So you know how like a, a camera flash, if you flash a camera at a camera, it will ruin the image, right? So it would basically it's any, just a camera flash on it, basically that but, detects it. But a bunch of them, yeah. So anytime there's incoming camera flash, it'll flash back and totally ruin this person's picture, <laughs> along with other packages where we would then go and hunt down the paparazzos or or like totally mess with them in their home or yeah. some type of retribution service that that celebrities would then employ me to protect them and or you just hire like you have a stable of big dudes that when the paparazzi all show up. The big dudes just stand in front of them. There's many packages. <laughs> that would be like, to me because then the, the guy's going to be like, hey, move. but like if he's a big guy, no, they're not going to get too mouthy. You could the big guys like we what? could accomplish the same thing with two tall guys and a sheet. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, the, the, depending I so. on what your budget is, we, yeah, have, yeah. we have a budget well, for all packages, celebrities. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, if, if, if you're a celebrity with a paparazzo problem, I can solve it. <laughs> I'm, hey there's silly string type uh you know like sure, right. sure. Th- there's a lot sure. of stuff we can do um all right well that has been apocalypse uh no no it's not recon <laughs> internet recon apocalypse talk sorry now. no apocalypse talk is actually what we're getting into next they seamlessly uh, dovetail yeah, yeah, into, they into did. one they another did. so no let's uh let's move from internet recon let's move to apocalypse talk <laughs> Uh, can I lead off? You can. Okay. The first story uh, comes from News Channel 5, Mobile, Alabama. Uh, basically, the headline is, man throws pothole cover, or uh, I'm sorry, manhole, manhole cover. cover at police. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's some Ninja Turtle shit right yeah. there. <laughs> so, 
And, and it hey, guess what? Manhole covers, it's, really heavy. It's one of those police blotter things where it doesn't go into much more yeah, detail than detail that. you want. <laughs> so there's a guy. You know, that's the one thing about cartoons that uh, that really I feel lied to me the most is like all these cartoons where people are just like, oh, sewers, that's the way we need to go. Just lifting up manhole covers, not a problem. Those things are heavy. Yeah, oh, you, yeah. you use a special tool. So he he threw it at a cop car. Is, is How did he it. throw it? I don't know, man. He was arrested for that though. <laughs> now maybe he's he in, had like, government maybe testing had, right now. <laughs> yeah, he, maybe he had like a pry bar and he lifted it up with yeah, that, and then he, he just kind of like rolled it once it was on its side. Maybe the dude is uh, one of those shot putters or an yeah. Olympic athlete. Who was just like I'm fed up with my skills only being used every four years? Yeah, maybe. Well, uh, so yeah, so there's that guy. He is look out for for crazy southern. Watch out. Uh, now here's something that could help us. Okay. During the apocalypse, it's coming from TechFresh.net. Have you heard of the no po po battery? No po po battery. No po-po. Non-pollution power. Oh. I thought it was no police. I did too. No. <laughs> it comes from a Japanese company. Okay. And it's a type of battery that is recharged using fluids such as beer, apple juice, cola, saliva, and a urine. urine. Yes. What? Yeah. Spit and pee in that thing and it charges your iPhone. Yeah, you can recharge these batteries with your pee. Nice. So that is definitely going to help out on the apocalypse. That needs to go in the bug out bag. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, I can uh, so uh, they have them for fifteen dollars. Phil, would you pee in a battery that charged sure. your? Yeah, D- dude, to save money, <laughs> pee, pee is free, man. <laughs> well, would technically, you... it's not. Well, but... yeah, but it, but it is a it is a byproduct it is a product that we don't use at all. Well, you don't. In the <laughs> future, though, is that gonna, it's going to become like a highly valued commodity. Right. Yeah. That's what's powering our batteries. You can hook up a system in your house that collects like the all the urine from the family and interesting and then uses it to uh the the best use i get out of it is killing spiders in the bathtub <laughs> i mean i don't <laughs> you have a lot of spiders in the bathtub yeah don't you no that's where most of my <laughs> spiders like, congregate no i feel like my, our spiders are smarter than that oh no, they man they're always there's always a spider trapped in the bathtub <laughs> oh no yeah, no, we don't get any. No, of that poor bastard. That'd be pretty great. I wonder if it's the same one that comes back up the drain, <laughs> or if it's just like a trap for them that they get stuck and then maybe they suffer. It just seems like it's a good idea every time. Yeah, well, it's fun for me. So, well, speaking about spiders, uh, let's move over to maybe a distant cousin of the spider. Uh, the apocalypse stock. It's important that this uh, this segment not be limited to just the apocalypse for humans. Sure. There are apocalypses that can happen for all of the creatures in oh, the kingdom. Yeah. yeah. And there's actually <laughs> a, an apocalypse that is happening now for a, a species that is literally on the brink of destruction. That, uh, that species is pubic lice. Whoa! And you know what the you know what the apocalypse of, of pubic lice is? The prevailing ideas of bikini waxing. Wow! <laughs> it's actually destroying in the 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 population of pubic lice. This wow. is the yeah. fact that this is a crazy stat that I that was read in this thing. Um, like eighty percent of um. Uh, 
students, like basically since 2008, the number has been 80% of like college students participate in bikini waxing, like yeah. like the full Brazilian. Um, um, <laughs> okay. Well, uh, yeah. No. Th- this is all about the first people that ever <laughs> my, did the Brazilian My waxing. research says that the number is not that high, but... <laughs> I thought that was high too. Yeah, but no, they're saying that no. that eighty uh, percent on the full Brazilian. I'm gonna yeah. say. N- uh, uh, well, maybe not the full Brazilian what, for eighty percent. Were they sampling these students at Miami University? <laughs> this is uh, this is actually Sydney, Australia. Okay, okay. all right. Which maybe, but still, has a no. Bigger I I did. I look. Did, it's yeah. way more prevalent. Crabs now. are. It's harder to get crabs nowadays. Yes, that's all he's and trying to this say. This is really bad if you're a crab. Yeah, <laughs> it's. I mean, the home prices alone serious through the, the roof. There's <laughs> just real estate on a skank is going <laughs> quick. I would say that almost there's almost no real estate on a skank these days. I mean, a, a true skank I, uh, doing their craft well. I mean, there's not going to be anywhere for a people guy staying out. I've heard Portland has. A yes, <laughs> that is the promised land. <laughs> For pubic lice, yeah. absolutely. So but, you know now, you know herpes doing fine. Oh yeah, right. No yeah. problems. Yeah, you don't need hi- land value is yeah. it's as low as it's yeah. ever been. Yeah, because there's plenty of it. But no pubic lice, man, on the verge of being eliminated because people getting rid of their hair down there. That and I mean, like it's it's one of those things. It's easy to get rid of. If you have yeah. crabs, yeah. you're gonna get it taken care of. Right. Just take I can, a shower. Pretty yeah. much well, no. Apparently pubic lice like shampoo. they they do burrow in that's actually yeah, how I they survive. I'm, I don't know, so well, <laughs> I, I know I hope from it's, reading yeah. this. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, so. Okay. No, that that's a that's a that's a happy ending. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, for us, crab, right now there's a pubic yeah. lice podcast being recorded where they're doing their own apocalypse talk. Yeah, and they're terrified. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, uh, guess what? You remember IBM's Watson? Remember when he was on Jeopardy? Oh, sure. Yes. And he's the computer, and he beat the he- those stupid meatbag humans. <laughs> uh, so Watson, uh, they, you know, they, they moved him off of the Jeopardy and uh he's been doing some other stuff they're they're basically trying to teach him um he he's a a language bot they try they're working with understanding parsing natural language and one of the things that watson has the hardest time with is slang um and they wanted to um they wanted to try to fix that and see if they could get watson to be able to parse out slang. So they basically gave Watson access to Urban Dictionary <laughs> and then very quickly found that Watson was cussing way too much. Uh, so, uh, yeah, as a natural language process. So we've now effectively taught the robots how to, um, how to cuss us out as they destroy us. <laughs> So, uh, I, I, I read that as well. And I just like, I, I went off like, okay, you know, on family guy, how they have those cut scenes yeah. where it's like, it'll go off to some yeah. kind of like silly fantasy and then come back. Yeah. I had one of those, but I, 
I was thinking of all the terrible things that Watson could say. Just like, what is the worst stuff I have read in Urban Dictionary? And yeah. then I was having a computer read it to me. Yeah. But it, I was picturing Watson on Jeopardy. Watson's <laughs> like, no, I can't process that. And if yeah. you keep asking, I'll give you a Cleveland steamer. Right. Yeah. You know? What is Superman dad ho? <laughs> yeah. Please do not uh, yeah. ask me about my rusty trombone. I don't. I, don't look I, up I, any I, of those. Yeah, it's, I, please don't. Just yeah, don't trust me. You're not gonna. No one's gonna be happy with anything. Uh, so that moving. So not only are we teaching them, you know, that the final thing we got for the apocalypse talk here. Uh, oh man. So we we always talk about these stories of researchers. Ha- they have robots. They're teaching the robot. They're making them do something. There was the the one where they were like teaching the robot how to punch. Like, oh, that's a great idea, guys. Real good. We're teaching them how to cuss. Uh, so here we have a video of a researcher making a robot play Rock'em Sock'em Robots. That is just cruel. That <laughs> is the thing that will that probably is, ing- no, garner, right. that, that will generate hate. That's like feeding a cow a hamburger. Yes. <laughs> that is just it's exactly not- that. Play, make these small versions of you fight to the oh, death oh man that is not a good so- like isn't there some type of like ethics to robotics or something there needs to be that this is where this is where we lose our way we don't establish that until it's too late and then they have because they store all their data on hard drives and can call it up at any time a perfect list of grievances yeah that when presented against humanity in general there is no defense see battle bots is one thing because it's a human controlling a robot finding another robot robot. yeah right but when you put all of that into the hands of the when you have a robot controlling both robots right how like obviously (laughs) they're gonna see Oh, we, we can just turn the other way right. much more efficient. Why are we fighting each other? Yeah. This is, I just, okay. Bad idea. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that to my attention yeah. <laughs> because that is of actually, like other stuff, like the, the, the whole thing about crabs going away, I'm good with that. Yeah. It's okay that, for us. I'm, I'm good Again, with that. Like Phil said, the, the Pubic Lice podcast that's going on, <laughs> teaching the Crabcast. Ro- teaching robots to fight with each other and yeah. then yeah making yeah. them play yeah that's, a, a, that's just a slavery boxing game that's sadistic yeah it's monstrous Jeez. we deserve what we get yeah i guess so and that has been apocalypse talk uh all right so uh i wanted to talk to you guys about something here um Recently kind of came up because I saw a movie, uh, a film version of probably my top, one of my top five favorite books of all time was made into a movie. Uh Oh. And um, I saw it and it got me thinking about uh, movies and books uh, just in general Um, because I was kind of bummed out. The Hobbit? No. No. No, The Hobbit's not. I did see The Hobbit uh, over the holiday break. And The Hobbit kind of fits into this same thing mm-hmm. of, you know, people who, when you when you really, really, really like a book uh, and then the movie is, uh, you know, sometimes it's like, 
well, the the movie is uh, different, so that's okay. I, I, I'm okay with the differences. But, like, movies and books are both ways of telling stories. And mm-hmm. so if the storytelling isn't as good, I don't know. It kind of bummed me out. So my favorite, one of my favorite books of all time is a book called John Dies at the End. Oh. And, um, yeah, it is, it's a, like a horror comedy. Um, the guy wrote it online while he was, like, working at a... Um, an insur- he was an insurance claims adjuster, and he just wrote like each bit of the book online and posted it for free. And I remember reading it like when it was coming out. Um, and so they made a movie of it. the guy Don Corselli, the guy who made Bubba Hotep and Beastmaster and Phantasm. He uh, ended up making a movie, and I was really excited. It's you know kind of low budget because obviously it's not a big budget movie. Um, but I was like, oh man, this is great. This is going to be awesome. It's my favorite book. Um, and then I saw the the movie and uh, it was kind of not that great. Um, I and okay. mainly it was there, there was a lot of hype, yeah, or or just excitement yes. of, of like everyone kind of clamoring yeah. like oh it's, shit like it's an indie thing it's it's you know smaller yeah. Yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of people really like Don Corselli. I, I had heard whispers about the book and right. it is one of those books where it stand you know the title stands out. Yep. You know, so I had yep. heard people talking about it. Well, the sequel is called This Book is Full of Spiders. Seriously, dude, don't read this. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. It's pretty great, too. But uh, the, 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 the reason that I don't like the movie is because I love the book so much. Okay. And I, so I'm realizing, like, the movie isn't actually bad. Mm. Uh, and, you know, my brother watched the, and he hadn't read the book, and he was like, yeah, that was pretty good. Um, but for me, because I know the book so well, because I know all of the things that they changed and all of the things that they cut out, yeah, that really bummed me out. And I was just like, oh man, like, is there, is there like any way to enjoy the movie if the book is like so much better or, or if maybe the, the book is not as no, if the here, movie is not as good a version. Here's the deal. No, it's not the book is better. It's your imagination is better. Right. Well, but not, I didn't have a problem with any of the scenes depicted as they. I thought they depicted them pretty well. The problem was, you know, all of the stuff that gets cut out. Right. And all the stuff that wasn't there. So they didn't even. I I didn't have a chance to compare it to my imagination's version, because it wasn't actually there. Hmm. So I. Uh, I don't have as much of a um, uh, like a a tie to the Hobbit. Like I like the Hobbit. Sure. I actually think the Hobbit as a book is a much better book than the Lord of the Rings series because it's uh, shorter and it gets to the point. It's a little more accessible. (laughs) It's yeah. It's Tolkien before Tolkien went totally. I'm gonna write the language and maps and songs, and I will describe for you all the details of everything in this world (laughs) that I've created. And it's like, oh, this is when he wrote. You know, it's like what the Hobbit's like. What like two hundred, three hundred pages, maybe? I think it's like three hundred. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, you know, that's that's uh, that is a great amount of pages for a book. <laughs> um, and the movie was good, but it bummed me out because it was so long and so much stuff thrown in there that it started losing the magic of the book, which is that they tell this singular story. And instead, Jackson like is going to tell all stories everywhere. And you know, the, you know who likes the Silmarillion? Almost no one. <laughs> Just hardcore 
Lotoro fans, you know? <laughs> like, though, that's the only people... That book doesn't sell any copies. It's never been, like, a bestseller. It's it's a bunch of side tales for the true grognards of Lord of the Rings, which, <laughs> which is totally fine. Like, it's super cool. It was the stuff that he... Like, here's all the side story stuff. But my problem is none of that is appealing to, like, a mainstream audience. None of that stuff is... And... Even beyond that, who cares to a mainstream audience? Even beyond that, there's a really good story in The Hobbit that's being not told because by the time you get to the end of it, you'll have forgotten after seeing all these other side stories and everything else interconnected. It's it's going to be like, well, I don't I don't really care because I don't even remember what happened in the <laughs> the last one. Um, so I don't know. Like, are, are can we think of examples of I like the book, but I love the movie better. I don't know uh, about better. Well, maybe. Okay, one of my all-time favorite movies. I feel like there has to be. Is about, <clears throat> about a boy. I don't know if you guys have seen About a Boy. Yeah, About a Boy's great. The book is fantastic as well, but they actually changed the ending for the movie, and I like the ending of the movie better. Really? Uh, it's it's a rare example for me. but I guess that they did that with Stephen King's The Mist, too. Right, and I think that I do like the Mist's film ending better. But beside the ending, like take it as a whole, do you think that that ending change is enough to radically make the entire story better? No, I mean to me, okay. In the about a boy example, it's still they changed it because the story in the book was a little more dated, so they kind of updated it, but. Right, it had the same heart behind it. It just, you know, it was just, it was just different. But and, and there are, there are times when you have to con- like movies. Obviously, can't take as much time as a book can. Right. So there are obviously times when that thing has to be condensed. And I feel like the spirit or the overall message of the story or the 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 important parts of the story are always the things to make sure you get in the movie. And if that's the case, then I I don't ever think that's actually a a qualification. I guess it comes more like there you you've seen movies where the, it was a book and maybe you read the book and they like removed entire characters and then put like another character in that was three other characters right. like job. That I feel like Stephen King movies sometimes have to do this because he writes like so well, they're like 10,000 pages and yeah his book's so long or like entire especially in john dies at the end they basically cut out the entire middle of the book because it's just it's too long to do in one movie so it skips from the very beginning of a realization of things happening to what amounts to the end climax of everything happening that has no weight anymore because you didn't have an entire book's worth of build up for like you know learning who this person is, right. um, and that that was a bummer. I'm trying to think of uh, you know I didn't read Jurassic Park until after it came out, but I feel like the book of Jurassic Park is way better than the movie. I still have never read it, so I don't know. I'm seriously racking my brain trying to search for an instance, and the only thing I can think of, I can come up with is uh, Charlton Heston's Ten Commandments. <laughs> okay, was, I do that was, that have one. I have movie. one. It's kind of obscure. I don't know if you guys will have read it. Um, it's uh, oh my gosh! Now my brain just totally farted. And I t- what's the? Grr, grr, grr. Frank Sinatra did the the movie version. 
and it deals with like torture and brainwashing. Oh, Manchurian ca- Candidate. Thank you, Manchurian Candidate. Um, I read the book, and they made and it was terrible it. and boring. Really? And I love that movie. Really? So why? What? What is the? What is the difference? Just the writing style was so dry, and I don't know for whatever reason. Like I don't even know if I ever got through the entire thing i think i read like three quarters of it it was just so terribly dull and i was fine like why am i doing this to myself it's terrible so i don't know i mean hmm. i guess in that case they took you know the idea behind it and well, made it into a really I, I, yeah movie. i definitely think a bad book can be made into a good movie yeah <laughs> it's a, it's a rare I, yeah i think it more happens when it, have you read any because the james bond is a book yeah right I like those but it's very you, different you know is it yeah, I mean, it, you know, a lot of them are short stories and right. I w- okay, sorry, go ahead. No, no, that, sure. that's no. Like I'm, <clears throat> I'm obviously not as literate as you folk here, <laughs> but I was. Uh, well, I I just read different types of things, right? But I was absolutely your, your books aren't being made into a lot of movies. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, peak oil, they're not <laughs> right? Movies yeah, peak oil. <laughs> sorry, uh, documentaries mainly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was shocked when I read Frankenstein. Shocked, I tell you. Oh, yeah. I was like, what? Why? Because I, I didn't, you know, like you, you have like one thought on the whole Frankenstein oh, right. monster. And then when you read about how sensitive and, you know. Yeah. It's very, there's very little in common with the actual original thing. Yeah. But then that's yeah. also like a, a real example of like, well, we didn't make movies about the book. We made movies about the character right. in the book. Like the Frankenstein yeah. movies are like. We just liked this setup, yeah, right? Um, that's what I feel like with a lot of those things. I don't know. It was is kind of a bummer, and then I was like, "Well, I should just, I should always temper myself with like movie adaptations of books. That if I really like the book, odds are the movie version will be okay, but it's probably not going to exceed it. There, there's a a series of books by. Guillermo del Toro and Chuck Hogan called the Strain Trilogy, and I really like those. And they're making it into a TV show, and I'm like, hmm, it'll probably be okay. But again, like a TV show, I don't think is going to be as good as a book. Yeah, but yeah, to me, you got to look at it as well. At least I got a little something new out of this property that I really like, you know. And even if it's not perfect you can always go back and read the book again you know it's not like they took it away that's from true you. that's true but but the problem with john dies at the end is that it literally is pretty much taken directly from the book right so you don't really get anything new out of it you, uh, i i think the best thing that that movie could do is generate a lot of interest where a person would say i i found that story to be really appealing but i would love more and then read the book right which is you know a great uh, it's the great backwards way right, of going right. about it but, uh, but yeah, but I, I liked, I liked the Hobbit for the most part. Yeah. I did feel like it was way too long. Like there are parts of that movie where, oh my God, this guy just got done telling a story <laughs> and it was a flashback like 10 minutes long and they walked five feet. And then this <laughs> other guy started telling a story. That's a flashback. Like, oh, okay. Here's worst, what I would love this to the see worst from hike the Hobbit. I've ever seen. <laughs> okay. You know how he did like the extended editions for Lord of the Rings, right? And yeah, I'm sure he'll do that for The Hobbit as well. But I would love to see him do like a no extra stories version of it and edit it down where you just yeah. have that Hobbit and you have that as just an option to watch it that way. 
Yeah, because it's it is such a strong story. Yeah, and and the movie, unfortunately, because it's 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 putting arcs where arcs aren't. Yeah, you know, because the the book has already established arc that character motivations and like attitudes are are hitting points that they don't ever hit in the book. So then it makes you go, well, now we don't know what the next half or what the next movies are going to be. So maybe it won't matter because that's been radically changed. Right. But there's like people who are okay with like other characters that at that point they haven't gotten okay with them at all. And what happens when they do get okay with them in the point where they were at the book, specifically like Thorin and, and Bilbo, like, does that mean that when he then accepts him later on? Well, he already Wait, accepted him. Who kind of cares? I'm lost. Is this a spoiler alert? I don't even know. Not really. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nah. I mean, no, you're okay. right. You it changes. Some of that stuff's going to have to is going to affect. But we later. don't know. We don't know if that's a. We don't know if it's significant until we see how they do it. Right. So it may not matter. But at the same time, it's like, well, it is a valid concern if if that's going to come up. I. This is the thing I wonder about the Hobbit because we still don't know. It wasn't until. Um, it wasn't until uh, fairly recent that the third movie was even something that was added. Right. So I'm wondering, is is the Hobbit going to be one and two? I kind of feel the, like it might be. Because then, to me, that I think would end up being a little bit better. Yeah, because that was um, originally the plan was just to do two, or well, right. An, an it was always plan. just going to be a trilogy or uh, just a two parter. Right. Right. Which that I could see, like that makes it feel a little less stretched out. And then if they finish off, you know, I mean, they could say that last battle is the beginning of the third movie, and then there's all kinds of extra stuff. That would make sense. Yeah. That would flow better to me. Yeah. So we'll see. I think so too. I think so too. And I don't know. Maybe this first one was preloaded with a lot of actual Hobbit. Uh, well, no, just a lot of um, non, you know, not much happens right. because the next ones are all going to be, well, we're just, now we're, we saved it. We saved that movie. You had to struggle for that one. So now everything's going to move. I don't know. I do know that uh, Martin Freeman as Bilbo, I would take him over every other Hobbit in the Lord of the Rings. All of them combined <laughs> were not as good as one of him. Right. He was the best. The best Hobbit out of all the Hobbits, and if you really want, if you really like Hobbits, you should go listen to Gary Busey talk about Hobbits on <laughs> uh, the internet. It's I'm scared. It's the most amazing thing. If you like crazy Gary Busey, which who doesn't? Yeah, uh, talking about Hobbits um, and Hobbitism as he talks about them, because he he says that they make uh, they make necklaces out of cockroaches <laughs> what no i can't i can't so everybody look up gary Busey and hobbits that's good uh, but yeah so uh i think everybody should read john dies at the end uh and then may well maybe see the movie and then i don't know i don't even know how to i don't even know how to say that um but yeah gage you have something you um, want to talk about? I do. I do. I kind of. I don't know if I want to call this a contest. Okay. Uh, but I need some crowdsourcing. I need some participation from the audience. Okay. I would like to offer one survival weapon system to any of our listeners that oh. can complete the following challenge. Okay. <clears throat> I would like to put together a demo reel for the Pillage Cast. However, 
I would like to know what you guys think our funniest moments are. So, if any of our listeners can respond with the three funniest bits from our show. Now, there are some disclaimers. The three bits cannot all come from the same show. You must give a description of wh- you know what you would call the bit, whether it be the you ha- know they can't the come from the same show, even if it was like we talked about. It was one at the beginning, one at the end, totally uh, different subjects. Uh, we, I'll, I'll allow that. Okay, but you only get one of those, right? So it's not like you can just listen to one episode, write up two bits, and then send it in, right? Uh, so uh, ideally, it would be three different episodes. Eat whether it be uh, the name of an argument we had, a quip or right. one-liner that was exchanged, uh, and I'm going to need time coordinates. So you're going to have mm. to send in episode at the very least episode numbers. Epi- and no, 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 episode number. Okay, the, what you name the incident, and then the time coordinate of when it went off or when it started. So okay. I know that's a lot of hoops to jump through, but if you meet all of those requirements. I will verify it, and upon uh, verification, upon, upon verification, you will be sent a survival weapon system. And, and <laughs> Josh can vouch for it; it's legit. Is it the thing that I'm holding in my hand? It is. This thing is, uh, I predict, will uh, will save my life at some probably. point. Probably, I don't know. Several times. I, I don't. I would it is, yeah, it is, it is very cool. It's not. It's not necessarily it dangerous, but no. uh, I would say that you know I, I am looking to arm the faction, and you guys are, <laughs> you know, you just have to put in a little work for it. So what are okay. what are our three funniest bits? Okay, I need episode number and time coordinate. Okay, and then once you send that in, then we'll go ahead and exchange. You know, send me your address, and I will send you survival weapon system. And you're gonna send that to ask at pillagecast.com. That's our email address. So you can send that information. Uh, we have all the episodes, so if you just want to write down, you know, those coordinates and stuff. Yeah. Uh, if you want to edit together your own, feel yeah. free to do that no, too. Yeah, and and if if you do that, then there will be an extra prize <laughs> to be to be named at a later date. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. That is that's so, that's a plug. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I'll probably pillage po- contest. I'll probably post something on that as well. But yeah, okay. if, if you guys could, uh, you know, maybe just because I have my idea of what I think is funny, right? But that's probably not what you guys think is funny, right? So that and also, Josh and I talk about we forget everything we say on this show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like people will come up to me and be like, I, "Hey, I, yeah. do you remember when you said this?" And, and I'm like, like, "No, what did I say that?" Something I would have said. Yeah. Are you crazy? That sounds like something a crazy person <laughs> right, would say. Right. Right. Exactly. And sure enough, I go back and listen to it. And yeah. So if there are any outstandingly funny bits or anything that you think that uh, some of the higher ups in the entertainment industry should be listening to, anything you or or uh, just for uh, us so that we can learn and say, hey, we should try to do that more. Yeah, that too. <laughs> any, all of the above. But uh, we're gonna cut together a demo reel. Maybe we'll call it a highlight show. We'll post it as an extra. Um, but yeah, what do you guys think in our and repertoire? And if you pick anything from this episode, aren't you just the cutest thing? <laughs> yeah, no, that will be rejected. <laughs> I'm so, like, like I do. You reject the idea I, no, that I, we are, yeah, we are I, doing the best work we've ever done I right res- now. Yeah, I reserve the right that if you <laughs> submit something that's just fluff or baloney, no, I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna send it back. I'm gonna say you come up with something else. Yeah, no, there's some stuff out there where. <laughs> You know, if somebody's trying to settle a score on an argument, <laughs> no. If Josh comes up with one of his fake name accounts just because he wants, <laughs> it's not going it, to, that won't work. I don't need to do that, man. I have all this audio. I'll just cut together my own thing. I That's can make true. you say anything I want. That's true. 
It's and but I, tr- I do not I, have I, the time. I, for I that. trust you with that power. Yeah. But yeah, no, it is a matter of time. So uh, help us okay. out here, and, yeah. and we'll help you out. Sure. We'll turn you into a next yeah. level pillager. Yes. Something that only exclusive pillage members. Right. Your will, name can, will forever be emblazoned. Can wield. So cool. All right. So that's going on, Phil. Uh, you you want to hit us up with what I like to call a Phil fact? I do. All right. Well, it's 2013, and it's many things. But one of the things that everyone knows about is it's the 25th anniversary of Mega Man. That's right. I mean, you knew about that, right? You you guys have been celebrating already. I did already. because I got uh I've been playing my Mega Man Cross Street Fighter. Nice. Uh get free game that they gave out that was like a fan game on that then Capcom was like, "Ah, what they give it out, it out on uh, Xbox?" It's on PC. Oh, okay. It is is basically a fan made it and you fight all the Street Fighter characters are bosses, but it's made gotcha. in like Mega Man uh, 9 style, you know, so retro style. Right, right. And then Capcom just branded it and put it out there. It's not that great, but well, that's okay. Okay. Well, it's still, pretty cool. pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, I had a couple of Mega Man fun facts just really quickly. All right. Since it's uh, the I'm now animation. interested in this show. So, first of all, there's been, uh, there's been 10 games in the main series. Right? Yes. Mega Man 1 through 10. However, yes. there have been numerous spin-offs. Mega Man X series, Mega Man Zero, there's Correct. Mega Man Star Force, etc., etc. In fact, according to Wikipedia, to this date, there have been 135 Mega Man games released. Good Lord. That's including like Japan-only releases and stuff like that, but... 135 Mega Man games. Basin, Basin, whatever his yeah, name is. Yeah, all those. I mean, there's like seven series. There's Mega Man Mega Legends, Man Soccer. Battle Network. Battle Networks. Mega Man Legends was uh, awesome. Yeah, that's like the 64 That's the PlayStation one. one. PlayStation yeah, one, I think yeah. it was the PlayStation one, yeah. So, anyway, 135 games. Um, of the original 10 games, there's only one. You know, the, the, the main bosses for each level are like Rock or a magnet man or spark man right. or whatever right yep there's only been one female for all the originals. uh yeah shoot it was that on one of the new on ones the new one yes on mega man 9 yeah splash yeah. woman that's right all the rest have been men uh there's, there's real some real sexism going on in the is gross <laughs> <laughs> turns out robots don't like women i guess not <laughs> Or don't like or robot women, women are really nice in general. Yeah, maybe they're not evil robot masters. Could be. That's also it's real. Uh, it's real hard when one of your bosses is Woodman. <laughs> yeah, and, that's true. You know, yeah, there's been some be good Wood ones. Woman. Centaur Man, yeah. Tomahawk Man. See, I liked Mega Man X because that's where you got Boomer Kuwanger. <laughs> I don't know what the Kuwanger <laughs> yeah, is. That is not the preferred nomenclature. <laughs> Um, now there's been many different mans over this the series, but one that's never been a bad guy was Rockman. Do you know why? Yeah, I do. You do. Do you know do why? You know Gates? Gates? No, I, I have no idea. I didn't play any of those games. I'm you sorry. Play any Mega Man's? Ever? No. Mega Man's? I couldn't afford it. Uh, Rockman. Well, I'll let uh, Phil tell us yes. because this is his. His Rockman is actually what it's a it's known as in Japan. That's his original name is Rockman. Yep. And so. Somehow it got translated. He's not Mega Man in Japan. He's Rock He's Man. He's Rock Man, yeah. 
So that's Rocket, why there's never been a bad guy. Because he fires rocks? I don't know why. I don't know actually. what it means over there. Who knows? Rock means tentacle, probably. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, I, I know much less about Japan than I think I ever do. <laughs> sure. You know? But you can discern. I think that's for everyone. All Americans have an amount of uh, knowledge of Japan that is actually much less than what is real. <laughs> but it's <laughs> true. Like, oh, I know what happens in Japan. I know all of these things about <laughs> Japan. And it's like none of what you said is no, real. No, I don't know. I think it's very true in small little vignettes, and then they just spread that across the yeah, entire country. That, yeah, m- that might be the thing. <laughs> like <laughs> I've seen... I've seen Ichi the Killer. I know all about <laughs> Japan. Okay, yeah, that's that's all they do over there. So, uh, Josh, favorite since Gates, you've never played one. Do you have a favorite uh, Mega Man game? Uh, I really like in Mega Man One when you could just hit pause over and over again and kill guys really <laughs> quickly with the Cutman Blade. Yeah, yeah. or or Leckman or whatever. Um, Leckman, but. Yeah. It's uh, no, I think it's the cut. Wait, what's the, the the weapon that when you shoot and every time you pause, it's a full hit? That's the Cutman blade. Might be Cutman. Right? I can't. Re- yeah. I know what you're talking about. I don't. No, remember. no, no. It is a. Le- I think it is like man because Cutman like his blades went out in like a boomerang fashion. Uh, anyways, I think it's Mega Man Two. Yeah, that that's kind of the easy one, but it, it is. Uh, I also really like Mega Man X. Okay. So yeah. out of like the main series, it would be Mega Man Two. Out of like any of the spinoffs, Mega Man X and then Mega Man Legends. So those would be like one, two, three. That's good. I, I, Mega Man Four is also another favorite of mine. Although Two is is the best. Yeah. It's got the metal blade, which is the best. The w- yeah. The other ones they started getting more kind of more and more out there. Yeah. Uh, in terms of like, did I even get around to playing them or not? Right. You know, <laughs> just because you know the first ones were out. They were great, and then Mega Man Four. But then it's like, oh, but I'm playing all these other games too. So yeah, some of them I didn't play until like the collection on GameCube. So right. But uh, anyway, so happy anniversary to Mega Man. Good looking out, Mega Man. Yeah, good job. All right, well, was, Phil. That was, that thank a, you. That was a mega fact. Yeah, that was yeah. Mega Man fact. That's right. And happy anniversary to the Phil fact. Yeah, four hundred years going straight. <laughs> uh, the fact is, is that no one knows when the Phil fact started. All uh, we know is that it's always been. Yeah, Peter Jackson may interject a few extra little <laughs> subplots. Yeah, he'll tell a few extra stories. But uh, all right, uh, let's let's plug this thing up. Uh, Phil, what do you got going on? Uh, well, my other show, Radio Brendo Man. You can find it at radiobrendo.com. Also, keep on uh, listening. By the time you heard this, we will have posted our 400th Brax comic strip. That's right. So uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, Brax getting real indignant with people not wanting to listen to CDs. That's right. Yep. Based on I a feel true like, story. Uh, yeah, I feel like that comes from uh, someone else yeah, that we know. know. Could be. So. So. Uh, um, okay, so there's Brax. And uh, mm-hmm. and how about uh, potvoxmusic.com? We'll throw that one there up. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Good job. All right. Th- thanks. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I plugged. Uh, Gates, uh, uh, the contest. Yeah, I'm just plugging the Pillage cast. Uh, so, yeah, people send in the three funniest moments uh, that you guys remember for, that stand out on this show. What, you know, when did you this laugh a, the hardest? This is a Gates contest. Yeah. Gates branded. Yeah. So, you know, send in that info and we'll send you out uh, something that will be helpful in the apocalypse. Yes. 
and everyday life. That's true. So I, I, I will say that. Depending on how it's used. Yeah, yeah I guess. Uh, and uh, if you want to listen to uh, more things like people talking about Mega Man, uh, you can check out my uh, video game podcast at extradamage.com. We do a podcast and we do a website. We have some stories up. Uh, we got that. And then for the PillageCast, uh, look us up at PillageCast.com. Send us emails. Send us contrast entries to ask at PillageCast.com. Find us on Facebook, Stitcher, Twitter. All you got to do is just use the word PillageCast. I guarantee we're probably the only people using it. And We, uh, we better be, damn it. <laughs> yeah, nobody else is dumb enough. So If they try, I swear. The Pillaged Castings Guild. Oh, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. So, But you'll find us. I, I have my faith in you people. And, um, uh, yeah, keep on listening and give us, uh, rate us and review us on iTunes because uh, that is how we now pay for uh, podcast uh, royalties. Like, we have to pay the podcasting board of podcasters. <laughs> uh, they have to pay, be paid tribute. To the uh, elder yes. podcasts, uh, the elders on the council of podcast via ratings. Yes, so uh, if you give us enough of those, we will be able to see our family again, which would be great because I miss them <laughs> terribly. I uh, miss your family thank you guys. Too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I'm doing just fine. By the way, <laughs> I'm good. Like I'm, I'm. It's such a luxury not G- having Gates. To, Gates is like I'm not in a hurry if yeah. it happens. Yeah. No, it's. If I get released from this podcast prison that Josh has made up right now I, for the purpose of this joke. I'm doing okay here. Hopefully this is on the top three moments right now. That joke I made about no, podcast I'm just going to tell you right, nothing on episode <laughs> 78 is valid. I'm just telling you right now. I mean, it, it was okay. <laughs> but it, was, it, was, it didn't get past meh. <laughs> you know? I, I'm, I'm doing my best. <laughs> no, it was good. It was, it was good. Uh, I'm just saying it wasn't. All right. It's not well, highlight footage. So thanks for listening to this. See, we put the contest at the end, so you had to listen to this episode. So we got you already. <laughs> uh, but this has been episode number 78 of the Pillage Cast. Thank you so much for listening.